And I think it's attractive when women pursue guys. A lot of people think that that's weird. I think that's very attractive. Central Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Uncle AK. You already know, man, with me, I got my good fellas, man. Chef T, what's good with you, bro? Hey, man, good to be back uh, on the podcast. Not to be good back in the States. I'd rather still be outside the country, but, oh, you know, no. responsibilities brings me back. So we here for another episode and can't wait to, you know, get the people what they want. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I seen you were serving them out in Rio. But we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. You know what I'm saying? But Baz, this is in the house, man. What's good with you, bro? What's up, bro? Happy Saturday. It's good to be back. Love the people. Thank you all. Appreciate your comments. Definitely thank you for supporting and listening. We do this for y'all. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But by Lord, what's good with you, man? You've been missing action. Hey, no action here, my guy. Just reactions. <laughs> But yeah, happy to be back, man. You guys were killing the episodes, uh, the past episode, man. I, I, I miss being in this position. I hope you got. I hope you guys miss me too. I'm talking about the listeners. I don't care about y'all, but yeah, let's get it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we're already shooting. But listen, man, this episode is sponsored by SITM Podcast. Go follow them on all social platforms and on all streaming platforms. Everything is SITM Podcast. And also follow us on all uh, social platforms at PWC Cast. That's PWC Cast. And all streaming platforms, we at Palm Wine Central Podcast. You know what I mean? Join the conversation. What are you waiting for? Some of these topics are things that you guys want to hear, things that you guys have at home, you have with your friends. You know what I mean? Share your comments with us too, man. We'd like to we'd like to know what you guys are thinking about. We'd like to know what you guys are talking about too as well. You know, um, we run our topics sometimes, so... DM us, you know what I mean? If you know one of us, um, individually, personally, or an acquaintance, send us questions, man. Topics that you'd like for us to talk about, and we'll cover them here. You know what I mean? So, yeah, we encourage you guys to send us questions, topics, your concerns. But let's get it. Tayo, Tayo, man. Since you like serving the people, bruv, what did you serve down there in Brazil, man? Where did you even go? Tell us, man. Tell us uh, how you Nah, so it was, you know, it was definitely a, a wonderful time. You know, Brazil part two for me, uh, half of the group that we went with, been there before, half came back. Um, it was lovely. You know, we were in the state of Rio de Janeiro. Uh, where I stayed last time, it was in South Conrado, very close to the main beach, Copacabana. That's where you see, like, you know, where they're getting most of the attention worldwide and whatnot. But we actually started off and I stayed in a city called um, Itahanga. Might not have pronounced that right for any Brazilians that know that. But um, it was lovely, man. I mean, Rio de Janeiro, the state itself, is right by the river. You know, anybody you talk to, they always say, oh, where are you on the river? Because there's beaches, there's water, you know, everywhere you go. So um, it was amazing sightseeing, you know, got to um, definitely reconnect with some uh, people that I met from last time. And definitely had some new experiences. So, so did, um, it was like about a... Say that again? The second time being out there. 
Yeah, it was my second time. It was my second time. So I started off in one city that I, I, I ended up having two places. So the first city I was in, I never been out there. So got to check out a beach out there. Shout out to Pepino Beach in Rio de Janeiro. Um, you know, it's, it's a very calm, chill beach. You know, Copacabana is where you see all the, the you know, more youth crowd and, you know, more of the music and a lot of activity. Pepino Beach was very calm. It was soft. You see your families, you see, you know, individuals just chilling by the water, enjoying themselves. So it was, you know, it's it very soothing. You know what I'm saying? I always tell people uh, um, I like to turn up, but I also like to relax and, you know, be in my own space. So Pepino Beach is that kind of beach where you can just relax, be in your own space, enjoy Mother Nature and just soak it in. But at the same time, you know, we got to switch it up. So definitely got a chance to visit Copacabana, one of the main beaches. Um, this trip around, I actually visited more beaches than I did last time. I've been to like about five different beaches in Rio this time. So, and each beach has its own kind of different vibe to it. So Medlong Beach is a beach that's very close to Copacabana, very active, got a lot of stuff going on, boardwalk. Uh, Sao Conrado Beach is also another beach that's very active, it's chill. They got a nice night view. You can see the favelas, uh, which is the city in the mountains from most of these beaches looking down. So um, the culture is just amazing. Like I tell people like, you know, there's so much African culture in, in Brazil on its, on its own. And even in Rio with the music, it being carnival season, it was a whole nother vibe. Like when we went last time, it was around New Year's, but during this carnival season is literally like night after night, day after day. It's like, just imagine having like Coachella and you got like a lineup and you got days of, you know, things coming up, artists performing. That's kind of how it was with Carnival, but they had different segments of the Carnival. You got the main Carnival where you, like, go to the stadium and you see, like, the big parades and, you know, flying objects, people dancing. And then you got the street side of the Carnival where you got people, you know, playing, you know, samba music, which is a style of music that they have in Brazil. And people are just, you know, engaging, interacting, laughing, playing music on the street. And then, you know, they also had like clubs and lounges within these areas as well. So it was really good just to just to connect because last time I went, one of the top music in Brazil is called like funk music. And they have like funk music where it's like upbeat and they have funk music where it's like kind of like R&B slow. But coming in this time, I got to hear samba music, which is like kind of like a carnival kind of upbeat. And then they had a, another version of Samba. I can't remember exactly what it was called, but it's like a natural kind of like theme of carnival music where you hear a lot of percussions and beats. A lot of times it felt like go-go music was playing when I was out there. We were just like, dang, bro, is that TCB over there with the drums in the background? So, you know, you know, we was beating our feet and it was, it's just all love out there. You know what I'm saying? Different, you know, colors of people. Everybody comes together during the carnival season you know, grandmother from grandchildren, everybody can enjoy. So that was one thing I really noticed, like with the carnival music, it's a music that's like universal, you know, that's um, that's nationwide in Brazil. Whereas when you have the funky music, that may pertain more to like the youth or younger crowd. So um, definitely got to see the, the differences of the different styles of music, seeing the definitely parades. And then, um, you know, they got a lot of sightseeing in Brazil as well. You know, I got to pay my respects I got to see the Christ Redeemer out there, one of the seven wonders of the world. Uh, that was amazing. They got wonderful views out there. 
Um, it was just, you know, good interaction with different people. Um, you will be surprised. You would think it was a lot of Brazilian people that go out there and see the Christ Redeemer. Um, one thing that a lot of people don't know is that Brazil is a very flashy and beautiful country. But when it comes into like resources and finances, the average Brazilian is like actually struggling. So I could relate to that, like back in Nigeria, where it's like you got areas on the island that people will travel celebrities. Everybody thinking the whole country is lit, but you got the average person who, you know, what I'm saying is struggling to get a meal and stuff. So getting a chance to understand the culture, it's a lot of people that have lived in Brazil all their life and I've never given, gotten a chance to see Christ Redeemer. So when I thought about that in perspective, I'm just like, whoa, like you've been here all your life and you haven't even gotten a chance to see this place. So, you know, that's just to show you, like, there's still a, a level of gap between, you know, the upper class and the lower class in Brazil. I don't think there's really like a middle class out there. So um, that was definitely a wonderful sightseeing to see and to experience. And then, you know, I got to do a little couple of excursions as well. Um, like I posted in our group chat, you know, I was able to do hang gliding for the first time. And that was like, it was, it blew my mind, man. Like being a thousand feet plus in the air, just feeling like a kite. Like it literally felt like I had wings on the back of me because we're going down like a slope. And then before you even drop, it's like literally the wind just lifts you up like you're ascending to heaven or something. It was crazy. So um, that was definitely a wonderful experience. Got to, um, you know, get to see different views. I landed on the beach. And um, and like I said, the people there, they just, um, I tell a lot of people, like, I think it's in general, like when you go to another culture or a different country, a lot of people will assume like, oh, you know, you got to speak English. You got to do this. You got to do that. Most of the time, if you at least try and do like some greetings within the local language, people feel, you know, they will feel very receptive and, you know, welcome you more than you going on your phone and translating. So being out there, you know, and just, you know, including some of my brothers, just letting them know like, yo, embrace the culture. Like we're not back in America, you know, take it in, try to learn, you know, their ways a little bit. You will enjoy way more trying to, you know, enjoy and, and fit in with the culture. They're trying to stand out like a sore thumb and be like, you know, I'm on my American gangster, whatever, whatever. Like, you know, Brazil is a place where they don't really care for that. You know what I mean? They have their own culture. They, they have the way they move. So it's like, you know, you including yourself into that, it would only make it better for your experience than you trying to stand out and do your own thing. So that was the thing a lot of people, you know, it kind of took them a while to understand like how to move around with the people. But once they got it, you know, it's good, you know, and, and Brazil's a tropical area. So the food is fresh. You know, you got your fresh juices, pineapples, you got uh, caparina is like one of the top drinks out there in Brazil. It's kind of like a mojito version that they have out there. Um, you know, I try to tell them to hold back on the sugar because, you know, they be going in. But um, it's a fresh, it's a fresh made drink. You, you know, you can get pineapple, cranberry, orange, you know, any kind of fruit you can think of, passion fruit, dragon fruit. It's, it's, it's amazing. So just being able to embrace with the culture, um, it was definitely something that um, really, you know, I'm saying well, it was great to see and experience. And then not but not least, uh, being out there at the end, I ended up finding out another place in Brazil where they even have more African culture than a city that's called Bahia. It's in the state of uh, El Salvador. And they have a carnival. At the same time when we was there, they were having a carnival out there. And they have so many uh, African practices, religion, dances from West Africa, from Nigeria. They had mentioned they got dances from Ghana, South Africa. 
they got East African traditions in that in, in, in just one city in that whole state of Salvador is like the African hub. And then they said that that's like the number one Afrocentric city in the whole wide world outside of Africa. So I was like, wow, to have that much African influence in one place, that was something that left me intriguing to, you know, I got to come back to next time. So, um, yeah, it, it, was, it was lovely. The parties are the parties are amazing. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's, it's, it's definitely a place to see for nobody who's ever been there. And then, you know, even just speaking of like the people himself and, you know, a lot of people talk about the girls and this and that. The main thing I would say is that it all starts from what you eat. You know, how people say you are what you eat. The people out there are eating fresh food. They're eating, you know, nat natural food that's not processed, you know, here in the Western world. So generally, that's already going to make your body look different from, you know, other countries. And then another thing I tell people, too, is Brazilians are lazy. Half of the people I met out there and whatnot, they're very active. They're in the gym. They're working out. So don't be fooled and think that, oh, you got work done or your butt or this, this and that. Nah, they in the gym putting in work. So that's one thing to let people know, too, is like just because you were born with God-given, you know, body or, or, or talent or ability, they still make sure they put in the work behind it to make sure, you know, it lasts for a long time. So a lot of people out there in Brazil are fit, like guys, girls. You know, they, they really value and take care of their bodies. So that was a wonderful thing to see. And I got to do some like exercises out there. So it was it was a lovely experience, man. I, I recommend everybody to at least try to visit once. You know what I'm saying? And just tap into the culture. How many Yo, times? Chef, I mean, how many days were you there? I was there for 10 days. Jesus. All right. <laughs> I'm glad you were able to take a breath, man. That was a long answer. Yeah, man. I just wanted to like get get the the followers and you know let, let them know that you know there's, there's a lot more to see. You know what I'm saying? Being in the Western world, I know we all get caught up with politics and yeah, you know, and yo, don't go with the with the summary number two, man. Just one summary. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that flew over his head. It flew over his head. <laughs> hey, that flew over his head, bro. <laughs> Hey, listen, man. That might lead up. He lit up. Yo, yo, the chef, bro. But the way you were talking, I was literally just like, I felt like I was there. I'm like, yo, my guy. Okay, I got, I got, I got history about Brazil. I got location, geographic history. I got uh, things about the culture, the people, the music. Now I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a summary of your summary. Uh, <laughs> I got a little bit of a little bit of what you drank. I, I learned about the five different beaches. Uh, what else? They, Bro. they go they, they go ham on their sugar. But, uh, they go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you got to tell them to that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, hey yo, son, listen. The whole time we were speaking, right? I was like, damn, you got my man, Lord. Grab a pen. <laughs> my man is taking notes, too, Bro, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I got hey, the whole yo, yo, I, I, I want the people to know, man. It's it's a beautiful country, man. It's, it's a beautiful country. You gotta visit. You gotta visit. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Now I'm glad, man. Ten days though. Shit. I'm, I'm, it's only March, bro. It. How much vacation time you got? It's just March. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. You know when when you when you live in the life of a top G, man, you you can do things like this. You know? <laughs> hey. So, wow, hey. man. I got some of my jeans. They, they taught me. Some guys are still been there for like almost two weeks plus. 
I left last, I left, I came back Monday. We still got two, three guys still on vacation out there. So I mean, I, I knew my limit. So the hunters you know must I mean? be the hunters must be right. Hey, I mean the the, the ladies are very welcoming. I would say that they are very, <laughs> and, and they're not they're not lazy. They're not lazy, man. Like so. Wait, hold on. When you said lazy, what do you mean? Break that down a little bit. In so, terms of so what, what do you mean lazy? So what I mean lazy is like let's say you're out here in U.S. It's a someone's throwing a house party, and you know food, drinks, everything's going on. And when you leave, everybody's just like, all right, you know, I'm I'm out. I'm bouncing this, this and that. You know. The, the people out there, they're willing to help. So they're like, dang, man, you know, I was here at this house. I enjoyed all these services because when we come out there, most of the places where we're staying at, this is not like where the average person will live at. You know, the favelas is more of kind of like, uh, in a sense, kind of like the lower class. And that's where a lot of, you know, colored and a lot of the people are staying at. So when we're coming out and renting these Airbnbs and they get to get this experience, you know, first thing they're doing is taking pictures and all this. But then when we're not leaving, they're actually helping out, like, to clean. And, you know, they're helping out in the kitchen if they see, you know, maybe we already have a cook. But they're like, oh, can I, you know, where can I where can I fit in? Because to them, it's like they don't want to leave this kind of environment. They don't want to leave this lifestyle. So anything they can show value to us of like, yo, I enjoy this. And I want to show you that I'm willing to help you any way I can. They're willing to do that. Now, I'm not going to say 100 percent, like 70 percent of them. We're willing to go that extra mile and help clean, help in the kitchen, cook out, and things of that nature. But back here in America, you go to a party that's not yours or you don't know somebody, nigga, once the party's over, you're bouncing. You're like, nigga, I don't care about cleaning up. You know what I mean? But they have that, you know, mindset of like, yo, I came and enjoyed. Let me also help out before I leave because I want to come back. So I guess it's kind of like an incentive because they, you know, they're getting something from it. So it's not like, you know, not all the man actually doing that out of free will, but um, I feel like that's something I don't see that here back home. So a lot of them are really willing to, you know, go that extra mile. Oh, so they're not lazy. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you keep, still, you, you still have not you still have not made the comparison between the Brazilians, as you said, that they are not lazy, and I'm going up the limb here, com- saying that you are comparing to American women. So you still have to make the comparison where that laziness thing, you know, come in. Like, okay, what's the difference between the Brazilian women and American women in terms of the laziness? Like, what do you mean by lazy, Tayo? Like I said, um, okay, so like certain things, like they, they can put two and two together where if there's food on the table that's not cooked, if you put chicken and just put food out there, they know they know what to do with it. Whereas I feel like in America, you have to tell someone, prepare this for me, do this X, Y, and Z. If you put something out for them, they they're 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 a magician. They can make something work and put it together. Whereas here you have to spell it out for them and say, Oh, you have to sit back and they have to see you on the couch. Oh, I'm hungry. What are you gonna make for me? If they see food on the table and they see that, you know, it's that time to eat, they automatically know to, okay, let me prepare something. But I feel like here you have to spell it out for someone before you get things done. Over there, once they see one or two things, they can immediately connect the dots and make it work without you even telling them to go and do this for me. So that's what I meant by like the laziness. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But anyways, man, appreciate you, you know, 
taking the time to explain to us, you know, your your Brazil trip. You know, what I mean, one day we'll like to go, you know, mingle with the Brazilians too as well. You know, what I mean, and definitely, yeah, you know, fly off a, you know, fly down into the ocean, like you said. I mean, fly and land in the, you know, on the beach. On the stuff. beach, yeah, fly and land <laughs> yes. on the beach. You did chop life, my brother. You know, more British. Hey, stuff, man. You know what I mean? Let's chess it up. Palm wine central for you. Ah. Palm wine, man. You know, you know? Palm wine so, for you. All right. Okay. So <laughs> it's very, it's a very simple question. And let me ask. So, so for all the fellas, um, if you, if you won the lottery and you were in a relationship, let's say you guys were together for X amount of years, like it's a fresh relationship, one year, you won the lottery. You, you share your lottery winnings, let's say it's 10 mil. Would you split the lottery winnings halfway with your partner? And this is for the listeners too. I mean, you said my partner, right? Well, are we married or are we dating? Like, which one? Dating. We dating? Girl, okay, girlfriend. What girlfriend? Yeah. Split on her? Yeah. The fuck for? <laughs> hey, what if wife? Why? Why? What if why, wait, wife? why? <laughs> what if it was your wife? It was my wife. I mean, if it was my wife, I would say she 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 already said that what's mine is hard. So why are we debating? It's already hard, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? So what's what's mine is hard. So there's no debate there. I'll just say yes. Yes, 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 baby. Yeah, but if his girlfriend, yeah, the fuck for. <laughs> what about you, Aziz? I'm, yeah, I'm kind of along the same lines. Like, do you split your paycheck with your girlfriend? Why would I mean? Why would that be an ask from your girlfriend? That wouldn't be my girlfriend if she did that. All right. Now, what if this was, all right, what if this was money that, all right, what if she, what is this money that she gave you for your birthday and you want to play the lottery and you want something? So nobody I'm dating is going to ask me for half of anything. They're going to know that they're good. But wait, hold on. First of all, how would she know that the money she gave me is what I used to play the lottery with? <laughs> Nice. <laughs> like, oh, I'm gonna take this cash you gave me. I'm let me go. I'm gonna play play the lottery real quick. That's that's them chatty niggas. Nah, bro. <laughs> Is there something you're trying to tell us, Lord? Did you hit? No, <laughs> 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 oh, that's all that. <laughs> nah, I'm a, son. What were the numbers, bro? Yeah. <laughs> that, okay, 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 okay. Hold on. Let's make that question interesting, right? Yeah. If she wins the lottery, right? And she tells you that she won the lottery. Do you expect her to give you any cut? I don't give a no. damn. Her money. Exactly. No. But man, this mindset of a man is completely different than the mindset of a woman. I mean, yeah. Yeah, because you can't compare that. Like, now, I actually saw a post, which was basically from what I, I actually got it from. The, the post said, this man stole money from his woman. <laughs> And went and played the lottery and won the lottery. Wow. And then gave her her share of the money back that he stole from her. From his winning. He could have at least doubled up, doubled up. Okay, hold on. Not he to could've. be not to be the crazy one here, but let's think about this real quick, right? Let's say he would ask her for money and she refused. <laughs> meaning he had to go steal it <laughs> so mm. now he stole the money and he went and played the lottery well I gotta give you double when I might have asked you and refused well I gotta give you double now 
No, what? take back your cut. I stole. Take back your cut. cut. Now, if you hit me and say, "Oh, but it's my money you stole," I said, okay, "No problem." Just for you know sportsmanship, I will give you interest on the money I stole. So the interest is four percent, not five percent. Just for you know, for you know, the Lord's sake, five percent of whatever is I stole. I give you that. Lord's sake. You know what I mean? For the Lord's sake. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what because you're all brought up, you're all brought up the conversation that for, for you know, for Lord's sake, we'll just give 5%. <laughs> hey, yeah. How much did he win? I'm curious. How much yeah, did he win? Too. 10 mil. 10 mil? 10 mil. No, wow. don't worry, boy. I'll give her 1 million. Like, okay, and then you took a thousand from her and you want to, you went in one 10 mil. Take a thousand from her? Yeah. Don't worry, I'll give her one meal. Because if I give her one meal, then you know I mean she'll come with baller. She doesn't have to, you know, come back every day. Now if she comes back every day, that's where the problem is. Mm. Hey, yeah. She needs to tell him to go steal more often. <laughs> every time. <laughs> Lucky no, he can't two times. He only knocks once. Hey. Bro. So why you have to steal from your girl anyway? Like, there's a lot of question marks, but. That was just that was just a poke. Anybody's girl ever gave them a thousand? Nope. A thousand? Not a thousand. Think... Definitely gave me money before, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I don't even think I've I received a gift worth a thousand to speak of a thousand. Oh, okay. <laughs> like wow. you never received so... a gift worth a thousand? Nah. Wow. Who are these? I said I've never yeah, teams out there. We need to shame these devils, <laughs> man. I'm joking, I think I, I think transitioning into the uh, the girl uh, girlfriend and boyfriend talk. I had a question for the guys. So, you know, um, it was a uh, IG post that came out, and the lady was you know speaking on like how she's raising her sons and speaking that you know she doesn't want her sons. Uh, chasing or investing into these women that uh that just like to be chased or you know that are not reciprocating you know the interest that us guys you know um when we're trying to hunt and find the one that's there for us so i guess my question to the guys is like how long are you willing to chase a girl and to show her your worth to the point where you now decide like okay it's been like a month i've been chasing she's not, not falling for me i'm gonna cut it loose like how long are you guys willing to chase that girl and, and prove your worth to someone to be able to, you know, to win them over? Like a great Lord, as Yantu once said, <laughs> I banquet chase, why will I chase you? <laughs> that's that that's literally it, bro. I don't personally, in, in my opinion, it, I, I don't think I've ever chased a woman. Um, I've let her know my interest. Hold on, you've never chased a woman, nah, bro. So, you've never let your tiger side come out, nah. I've, I've let I'm interested, but then, but and I'm a lion, by the way. Ain't no, tiger. no, 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 no. See, look, this is, see, hold on, hold on. This is a thing, right? This is a thing, right? Everybody always looks at a lion and say, You're a lion, the king. Blah, 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 blah. But bro, have you really seen how a tiger hunts? Oh, I have. That is different, bro. Mm. The lion has nothing mm. with the tiger when it comes to hunt, hunting. And oh, that, that, and she can climb a tree too. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
But anyway, yeah. continue though. Continue. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. Sorry for cutting shots. Oh, oh, I'm a Black Panther. Let's just start with that one. Um, <laughs> but no, <laughs> I don't really chase women. I don't. I don't think I personally, in my personal definition of chasing, I've never really chased a woman. And when I when I say chase, it's like, yo, you're just thirsty over a shorty. Like you're just like, come on now, baby, let me have it you. Like you just around to the point where she feels uncomfortable. Nah, or you just chasing you, poking and poking and so, poking. So I got a question to what you said. Then you said you would let a girl know you're interested. So yeah. you let a girl know you're interested, and she doesn't give you a response that maybe that you feel that she's interested back. Are you saying that you would just cut it off right oh, there yeah. and then when you when you show her your interest, or you will still continue to try to like? You know, try to wait and see. You know, if she will give you something back based on what you said of you being interested. Yo, listen. In, in, in this dating, I think people need to understand. We all have different tastes in our palate. Everybody, everybody's not everybody. We all have a certain acquired taste. So if I, if I, if I'm, if I'm letting you know, yo, this is what I'm cooking, and da, 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 and you, and you. You're looking at it, the food, which is me, and you're like, mm, I don't think that's gonna take good. I don't really think that. Mm, nah, yo, I'm not gonna keep trying to force food, for, like speed you. Like, nah, I'm like, all right, cool, I'm gone. Somebody else may look at me as a meal and be like, oh, I don't need a fork and a spoon or a knife. I'm eating this shit. <laughs> head part, like, no hand. And I'm just like, it's, it's, it all depends on how you know people perceive you. So I will let you know, hey, I think you let it up. If you're like, nah, cool. If you're like, okay, all right, cool. Then I also so, need to, I also, it's like a back, it's, it's not one way. I'm not over here just overdoing it. Yeah, I can't do that, bro. Do you double text? So, Do I double what? Double text. Nah. I've, I've double text before, but that's not something I, I do quite often. Hold on, for, for, for the viewers, uh, explain double text in uh, AK. Listeners guy. You know what double text Listeners. Is? Nah, double text is simple. Like, for example, you know, like you hit up a shorty, you know. Like, what's up? You know, and then she don't respond. After like, let's say five hours, you hit up again, like, yo, what's up? Like, you good yeah. type shit. That's double text. Mm -hmm. you know I mean? yeah. I've done it before, honestly. I've done it before, but it was more of somebody who we've already been talking. Mm -hmm. And and I was trying to get some information or I'm like, yo, we still linking up and then they don't respond. I don't know if they're sleep or whatever. I'm like, hey, da, da, da. I've done that. But double text somebody, refresh off, and it's like, nah, we go fast. We, you know, no speak on the phone regardless. So we just do. <laughs> so, so going back to you saying that um, you will let someone know you're interested, how long does that take you for you to come out and tell that person that you're interested in them? Is it like first date, you going out with Shorty and you like, you, you spilling the beans like yo, I'm feeling you. Da, 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 da. Or are you still like you know playing along and seeing how she's acting, you know, on the dating things before you like you know open up to her? How long does that take you to, for you to open up and let them know that you're interested before you make that decision? If they're not feeling the same way that you cut it loose, it all depends on like honestly how I met you. Did I meet you in a party scene? Did I meet you in a private area like a private scene, like a person like somebody's home? Did somebody introduce me to you or were you like, you know, around family or were you like, you know, was on vacation? 
you know, and those sceneries give me a better determination of give me a better way of figuring out who you are. Cause I, you know, I sit back, like I, I peep you before I even speak to you, I already peep you. So if I'm around your energy, I'm just like feeling who you are. I'm feeling your vibe, how you talk to other people, how you talk to other women, especially how you talk with other women, you know, all those things give me signs. And so if, if, if those are all signs and they're more checks than X's and I approach you, if I approach you with my energy, like with the woo, as soon as I approach you and I start giving you vibe, if I don't feel you, that's it. Like if I don't reciprocate, if that vibe is not reciprocated, I'm not even asking you for no number. I'm not asking like, oh, where you from? Like, nah, it's all. <laughs> I'm curious, right? But I'm curious, right? Just along that, just along those lines, real quick. You mentioned something about it depends where, you know, y'all meet, right? And I just thought about something like most guys would say, yo, like when I meet a short at the club, like that's not wifey material. Can we all agree to that? Like you've said that at some point in time? No. Nah. Yeah. Guy, you are lying. Ben, wait, let's move on. <laughs> These are say right now that it depends where it depends where and when you meet. <laughs> what do you think that sentence? What do you think that statement means? But anyways, if, just for the purpose of confession, just rock with it. Rock with it real quick. Rock with it real quick. Have you guys ever thought about Have you guys ever thought about the opposite of that? Like what do women think or how do they feel when we approach them in the club, right? Like we're thinking, okay, that's not worth my term me in the club. So you mean that woman, and then she's like chasing like husband material. What do you think she's thinking that particular moment? Have you ever thought about that? She's probably not thinking if she's chasing me and I'm at her at a club. <laughs> she's not thinking. <laughs> We're here to have a good time. <laughs> not a long time. But how about you, fellas, man? Uh, Aziz, um, how long are you willing to show interest in someone before you make that decision and know um, to cut someone off or to see if they're being receptive or not? How long are you? willing to you know do that dance with them i feel like um sometimes i like dancing right i don't really subscribe to the culture and the rules that everybody else does right for me there are no rules there's no boundaries right and so um if i like you i like you and if you qualify you overqualified in my book and um I have a business partner, a multimillionaire. He says something that um, I love this quote when he says it. He says, um, if you want to remind a winner that he has to win, tell him no, because that's going to activate something in him, right? So as soon as she say, eh, because sometimes that's the test within itself, right? And I really want what, what, what I'm looking at. I'm coming for that. You're going to fall. So there is no limits. There's no, there's no parameters. There is no, if she doesn't text back, yo, if I'm picking you, I'm picking you for a reason. I'm not picking everybody. So I'm going to go ahead and get that. So you're willing, you're willing to let them, you know, take their time to respond yeah. to you knowing that you're the one that's hunting them and you're like, Hey, if I'm picking you, I was sure going to respond. So you're willing to to dance as, as long as the dance goes until you get what you want. Yeah, one thing about me, I'm very patient. So you taking your time only works in my favor. As a matter of fact, if you respond too fast, I think that's kind of crazy. Because mm. everybody has somebody in their phone already. 
whether you're with them or not, you got somebody in your phone. So if I jump Options. in, even though I am the top pick either way, whether you know it then or you will later, right? That lets me know that, oh, okay. But even if it worked out that way, that's still cool. That's still cool too. And I think it's attractive when women pursue guys. A lot of people think that that's weird. I think that's very attractive. As a matter yes. of fact, I think when women know what they want, they they don't take no for an answer. I think a lot of guys feel intimidated at that point when girls come at them or they're not used to it, you know, uh, being in a space. Okay, hold on, calm down. That's yeah. a, that's a, that's an overkill because I hear a lot of people talk about that. That's an overkill. Like, like you just like you just took um, a missile and instead of testing into the waters, you took it and threw it at a whole fucking continent, bro. Calm down. It's <laughs> a little continent. It's not overkill, right? Like you gotta understand something. Rome was not built in one day, brick right. by brick, right? Just because you want something does not mean that it's going to happen right now. Yes, we appreciate the fact that you know what you want. We appreciate the fact that you're gunning for what you want. But shit, nigga, we too, we've been gunning. We've been at this game for a long, for a long time. We know how this shit is played. So you're not about to come here and rush no fucking person. You're nice. not rushing nobody. Because at the end of the day, whoever plays that game and rush, you go crash and burn. Then who's to be blamed? They're still going to blame you regardless. You don't uh, rush, you be blamed. You rush, you be blamed. So which one are you gonna pick? You're gonna rush or you're not gonna rush. Mm. Ten, ten, the thing that you like, a lot of other guys like too. And have been and seen her before you have. So if you think that you're just gonna show up and it's gonna go exactly your way every single time, you're definitely gonna get some um some instant knockouts, right? Some flash knockouts where it works mm. that way. But it's gonna be that one that you really, really want. And she's gonna be like, ah, I'm busy. Ah, I don't have time. Ah, I'm too into my career. Mm -hmm. Ah, I got out of a situation. That becomes a problem. You said it becomes a problem. It becomes a problem. I mean, not not a problem as if there is a problem. It becomes a problem because you created a problem. Exactly. Exactly. You know, what I mean, you create a problem for yourself. Exactly. So, and and also too is like, you know, just to pick it back from what I just said is like. When you're too accessible, bro, what does that make you? Mm -hmm. That's too much value you be, there. Don't start you something you know you can't continue or finish. You know what I mean? So you start texting and texting. All of a sudden, you're not doing no more. And she's like, oh, you did this. Is she wrong for saying that? <laughs> you started at 100 miles per hour. You know what I mean? Rather than just taking it normal like every body also however you should you feel me so but end of the day dance or no dance in my book there's something that's a constant it's time it keeps going it keeps ticking you know what i mean my wants are not as this wants are not tire wants are not lord's wants they're very different and vice versa you know what i mean so there might be something i want that you might not and you might look at it crazy and when I something that you want and that, you know, I don't want. And, you know, I look at it crazy. You feel me? So, you know, honesty, man, like when it comes to this, you know, this, 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 this particular topic, I just say, man, whatever floats your boat, go for it, bro. You know what I mean? Because when you close your eyes to sleep, right, 
the demons that haunt you. I'm not there to fight them with you, right? So Thanks. it's like they say, I should make your bed. So shall you lay on it? You make it and you lay on it however you want to. But it's life, my nigga, you know what I mean? It's either you played or you don't. Make your pick. Mm-hmm. You can either play best. Mm-hmm. Speaking of dancing, Van's always going to make her dance. Say that again, though. Say that again, though. Say that again. Speaking of dancing, dancing bands always make a dance. Yes, sir. Yes. So she's not. If she's not dancing to your tune, man, just switch it up and throw a couple. You know, she put some dollars out there, man. She'll she'll respond very quickly. What's What's your favorite restaurant again? Okay, I'll meet you there. Mm. The way you would get an immediate response from the text message when you said, how are you doing? And you yep. now say, you want to go to your favorite restaurants. Yep. Immediate. Yep. Instant message like Yahoo Messenger. Yep. How do you guys feel about that? Have you guys ever like set a date with a woman, right? And then mm-hmm. you show up late and she was there waiting for you? Yeah, just I did that two two weeks ago. This guy. <laughs> how, did, how did that turn out? Yeah, how did it turn out? I mean, she thought I was panned. It was really weird. Cause to be honest, I was kind of like down on my last few dollars. I ain't gonna sweat you for the week. And I was like, damn, she got there first. So I already know she's gonna order shit that I missed. <laughs> I'll start ordering this shit. Like, I, yo, listen, as, and as soon as I got there, this bitch got like two mimosas already. Like, I'm, I'm not talking about the mimosas in the cup. I'm talking the pitchers. <laughs> two pitchers already. Ordered some fucking appetizers. And she called me. She's like, how late was you? Lord. Huh? How late was you? I was only like 10, less than 10 minutes late, bro. And she had two drinks two already in her system? <laughs> She was she was already this this disclaimer was she a little big body? Uh she she thick, I'll tell you that. That was She's not okay. No, that was not going to be my disclaimer. My disclaimer was my own disclaimer was were you guys preparing for a fortnight or were you guys just really for the first time, bro? Like, which one is it? Because you know, I mean, hey, she she get ready for some for them for them chicks to be clapped. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> You got cheeks. I ain't gonna sweat you, bro. I ain't gonna sweat you. I'm gonna I'm, I'm send y'all a picture. I'm gonna send y'all a picture when we done. But I think that right, she, 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 she didn't eat all day, and she lived right around the corner from the spot that we came from. So like, she was walking home. So I'm like, I pulled up, and she's like, Oh, I'm gonna have brunch. Let's go to this spot right here. I'm like, Okay. Boom. I'm like, Yo. I'm like, I'm, I'm right there. She's like, Okay. And I hear her. She's talking on the phone. That she's like munching. I'm like, did you order it already, bro? That check came out. I was like, I knew exactly what you was doing. And this is my ex too, by the way. Hmm. Yeah. So, so I, I have, felt- I have an interesting theory about dating. Right. Mm-hmm. I think if a guy does not have no money, he should not be dating. Think, At all. I think dating is a luxury for people that have it. I think if you don't have it, you definitely shouldn't be sleeping with nobody because the side effects of what you could be doing could be ramifications that 
generations after you have to deal with. So I don't blame a chick that goes out of her way to enjoy herself when you invite her out. I blame the guy that invited her out knowing he didn't have it. Damn, you used to go and talk shit about me like I'm like I got <laughs> <laughs> conversation. Okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, hold on, hold on. Lord, I got your back on this one. Hold on. I like what you Guys. said, right? I like what you said. You know what I mean? It sounds cute and all, but what? hey. <laughs> but hey, listen, man. Listen. <laughs> hey, listen, man. We you and, I, you and I know damn well there is an upper class, <laughs> there's the middle class, and there's a lower class, right? So for the lower the class, lower class bro, for all the men in the lower class, let's not talk about the women, the men in the lower class. What like in this thesis that you just said for this paper that we're about to write, bro, right? Mm-hmm. You just said mm-hmm. with a big fat disclaimer. You guys at the bottom there, please go and get a vexetomy. Not only that, even tie the thing and throw, you know, keep it very far because you don't need it right now. Level up first, mm-hmm. and then you go and take it from, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the deposit box and put it back there. And then now you can use it. That's what you just said, bro. So two things involved, right? Mm-hmm. There are two things involved. Okay, 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 okay. okay. If you are a lower class man, your desire is never to stay lower class. At some point, you desire to be better. Give yourself that time to be better, right? It's a process to get there. Once you get there, they'll, the girls will still be there. The second right. part is, if you are lower class, there's girls that are your wage too, down there, that don't want to go to the restaurant and get mimosas. They want to go to Applebee's and McDonald's and get the two for two. Date your age. You're the ambitious one. You wanted the pretty girl from Kenya. Hey, she yo. Did <laughs> <laughs> hey, Wait, what's your vocation for real? What's your vocation for real? Uh-huh. Yeah, bro. You're from Kenya? Yeah. How did you guess this as this? No, he said it. He said, oh, okay. Hey, I was going say, what kind of juju is this? I was going to say, this is Yo, why do you think he's? Why do you think he's able to just speak out to me this whole time? Like he's just been, <laughs> just, just, just like, yo. Hey, nah, listen, I'm, that's on you. Man. That's on you, bro. It's not coming for you. He's just coming, man. He's, I take full. I, I take full responsibility. As on this everything is just talking, man. As this is just talking, man. But no, I mean, no, 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 no. I, bro, I promise you. Even, no, 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 even the. No, I'm saying. No, I'm saying. No, I'm saying. No, I'm saying to. I'm not saying to 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 what Lord just said that. Oh, like you. You're on his case, and I'm just saying, guys, this is just oh, yeah, 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 yeah. for now, but for sure, but 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 um, but as this to your point, damn, I just lost my train of thought. Hold on, to your point, you have the different classes of no, 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 even if if the four of us went out, right? Mm -hmm. If the four of us went out, we all had girls, right? And I knew that one of us didn't have it, I would still pay for you and the girl. Regardless of what she got, mm-hmm. because me, that's what men do anyway, right? Like, regardless of what the situation is, I don't want my guy to look bad, and I definitely don't want her to feel like he can't protect her. Mm-hmm. Facts. That's, nah, that's deep. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's much I, love, man. Because yeah. most of the time, the guy is looking at what he has right in front of me, and not even looking at, hey, my man's struggling over there with his. 
most guys are thinking like, I'm trying to maintain what I got right here. So for me to reach out to what my boy's doing, it's like, you know what I mean? We G, I mean, I feel like in that situation, how it turns out or situations I've been in, it's like, sometimes you might not spot it right away because you're so interacting in what you have going on. But I've, I've been in situations where maybe a guy might send a text message or give you a hint like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, she's going in right now. Can you, you know, help a brother out with a little bit of this in case the night keeps going like this? And I'm like, all right. I can to that point, right, Tyler, like that, but. Tyler, to that point, right? Sorry yeah. to cut you short, but I was just about to mention that right after you, you know, you were done. But let me just take a question and say this. Yes, what Aziz is doing, you know, he's doing a good summary. He's doing a large work. I, you know, I'm going to call him a good Samaritan. You know what I mean? Because he's doing a large work, which is a good thing. But also, too, I want to flip it and say this. Right? And we're sitting on that table. You left your crib with your girl and you came all the way to that table and you're fumbling like that in front of me. I promise you, I'll watch you fumble. That will be a fucking game for me, bro. I will watch you fucking fumble. Why? Because I feel and I think that if we are brothers, you should feel free to tell me or ask of anything. Period. Facts. You know what I mean? And let give me the opportunity. Give me the opportunity to tell you no. Don't assume. Give me the opportunity. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Now, if you do that, I promise you, I will sit there like this and you will be entertainment. Like, you know, people watch WWE. Somebody's talking about like, yo, hold on. I'm I'm busy right now. And I'm just seeing you just watch. Grab your popcorn. Watch Grab it. your popcorn, bro. You know what I mean? So, nah, people need to be able to also express themselves. Don't give me yeah, that shit about ego. Facts. We all got that stuff. We all got it. And that that's the key word is ego. Is ego. Yeah, that, we all got that's it. that's where a lot of us fall. Yep. yep. So, in this sense, people That's look at it as, oh, they're going to owe me. But yeah, motherfucker, like nobody's working for you. But I'm not saying they got to pay me right then and there. Life in itself is funny like that. Today I got it, tomorrow I don't. And when I show that kindness today, I'm not expecting it. But again, in that same sense, in this same good light that God is looking at all of us, I'm hoping and just prayerful that if the tables are turned around and I come to you, you could pay me the same favor back. Period. You know what I mean? But don't make it seem as though, oh, I'm supposed to have gazillion eyes to see everything. No. When it's just a simple, yo, my guy, it's tight right now. Because I already know you're good for it. Shit, if I just wake up today and call me like, yo, spot me $100. First of all, I would not even question. I'd be like, yo, you need it right now? Yeah, boom. If he pays me, I'd be like, oh, shit, it's a, it's, it's a bonus. Why? Because I've never seen a position to act like that. But if I see in a position that you like that, then that's when I'll question it. But if somebody has never, you know, been showing showing you that, there's no reason for you to question that. And as men, I feel as though we too can also play that part of not only letting somebody else call you and check up on you, like, yo, you good? But also to call up on somebody and say, yo, this is my issue. Facts. It doesn't necessarily be a woman. Facts. Because sometimes we have that thing where, yo, if we explain ourselves, excuse me, we explain ourselves, they're not really going to understand the way, you know what I mean? Or they're not giving me the juice that I need. So call up your boy and just say, yo, this is my issue. Shit, everybody got stuff that's bothering them. Everybody got stuff that is going for them. 
You know what I mean? So why why does one person feel that, oh, the other person is sitting and they're consumed by you? Like you just sit in their head, rent free. What kind of shit is that? So now, dog, we too also got to also do that, that, that part of saying, yo, I'm not good. I'm not good. And this is why. And give somebody the opportunity, you know what I mean, to be that good Samaritan, to let that light shine, you know what I mean? Because we all have that, light, that, you know, that light in us, but we just need the opportunity to shine. So give us that opportunity to shine. It's just that simple. I and, I, and, I, and just to add on to what you said, I feel like sometimes it can also be just like, it's a disservice to one person. And then sometimes it can also even come off as like a disrespect or insult to the point where it's like someone will wait until they're like in that dire need emergency level. And it's like, I could have helped you out like a month ago. Why do you have to wait? when you're two, three months behind on payment and now you're about to get kicked out, now you need help. It's like, even though you're my brother, it's like, I will look at you and be like, bro, like, what are you thinking? Like, why why didn't you call me earlier? Why is it now that you're waiting to the last minute? So it's like, the ego can definitely hurt one person's self and it can even hurt relationships to the point where it's just like, is it that you didn't trust me or what was going in your head, your thought right. process? For you to be missing something and you know that if we're out and we're getting drinks and it's like oh don't worry i got you this time oh you got me but then when it comes to maybe something personal it's like bro if i'm there for you when we out drinking and i over out eating food i'm gonna be there for you too if oh you got a phone bill or rent you know what i'm saying what's the difference we spend a couple hundred dollars when we're going out to eat what's the difference from you paying a couple hundred dollars if it's your phone bill or rent. So I feel like you should have that transparency and be able to have that trust to know like, yo, my bro can get me when we out clubbing. Bro, this is, you know, if I'm out having house issues, I can lean on so-and-so too. So, mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of us, we need, we really need to get over that ego because it's, it's, to me, it's foolishness, you know? Man, I had, I had seen like, um, okay, true story though. True story, man. <clears throat> I'm not going to lie. I'm going to hold y'all, man. I remember... One time I just kept telling me though, like, yo, what like what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Though, like hearing you speak, like you shouldn't be here. In back of my mind, I'm like, man, I'm comfortable. In back of my mind, I was like, man, I'm comfortable. This guy's bothering me right now. You know what I mean? But not to like see it too. But not to like, you know. First of all, he, you know, I was just like, yo, let's go grab some food. You know what I mean? And he put up his whip. I looked at it, I was like, Whoa, okay, this is this is shiny. Now came because I was like, okay, okay. No, we'll get to talking and then, you know, guys, I talk about the different things. Gets on the phone and, you know, was like, yeah, man, I got you, da, 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 da. I was not really paying attention to the conversation per se, but it was like, yeah, I got you. And then, you know, I think, I think we're talking numbers. In my mind, I'm like, how much money does this nigga have? I'm like, you know what? Fuck this shit, man. I got to turn this. I, I got to turn the heat up too. I went home, dog. Just started Googling shit, you know, put my resume together, got online. You know what I mean? Got to a certain place. And it hit me. I'm like, if I try to elevate myself by myself, I take 48 hours, but if I just talk to the people who are already up there where I want to be, it takes me 12 hours. You know what I mean? So which one would I want to go with? Link up with the people who are already, you know, where I want to be or just sit in my little corner and try to do it by myself. So now, you know what I mean? You just kept going around hearing people, you know, to people speaking. Like, you know what? Fuck this, man. I'm also going to get that bag, dog. Like, 
I level up too, because there's one thing, man, it's like when somebody say, yo, or the parents or the sisters like, yo, buy me some food. And then you have to like think twice before you answer. To me, yeah, you got much work to do, man. You got plenty of work to do. Plenty of work to do. And kid you not, even me talking this nonsense I'm talking right now, I know this for a fact. It takes three months tops for anybody to level up. Three months tops. If you set your mind to it. Three months, bro, to pivot and go into something else. Who was it? This um, Republican that I think they're going back now and looking at all the lies he's, you know, he's told during his campaign of all these different things that quote-unquote possibly supposedly had done. If him, right, did that, can you imagine how many other politicians have done it before him? Mm -hmm. So who is we to keep towing that fine line? Who is we? We got to play the game to do his plate, right? Straight up. So, I mean, like, when we speak of friends and acquaintances too, like just, you know, picking back to our conversation, when we speak like friendship, we also got to understand that there's some called acquaintances and you got to know the difference. Who are your friends? Who are your acquaintances? Because that's how some people fall into depression because like, oh, I'm not getting the attention I'm getting. But are those the people you were really supposed to gain the attention you're seeking from? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just sometimes some people really need to, really, really need to pay attention to. And also too, when sometimes when somebody's coming at you, you too can also stop them and say, yo, look at, like, look at this surrounding right now. What you're demanding of me, is this where we at? Look at this surrounding, what you're demanding of me. Is this us? Is this what we are? Don't live in your, in, in a dream. Come back to reality because this is not the friendship we have. So I don't know why you're asking this of me. So sometimes people too need to check other people too and not just go with it and then come back and say, oh yeah, my heart, because this person then, no, you didn't just check that person. That's why. You're the boo-boo the fool in this situation. Just roll with it. So. Definitely, man. I mean, you, 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 you move further along in life when you have people that you can roll with rather than you doing it, like you said, like this in summary, you know, you, you can move further when you have people with similar like mindset, people who are at a destination where you're trying to be at rather than you trying to figure it out at yourself. And I feel like a lot of people fall into that because there's a lot of ways and, and it's not, and there's no knock to resources and things that people use, but I look at it in ways on people are like, you know, everything's on YouTube and study on yourself and, you know, study 36 hours, learn this material on your own. But it's like, bro, if I already have someone that's doing the work, doing the material, why study and crack my head a whole week watching video, trying to learn something when I can have somebody break it down to me. And then in three days, I'm like, bro, I got it. So I feel like it's just, I feel like it's just a mindset. You know what I mean? Yes. YouTube is a good thing. It's not saying that you can't learn stuff from YouTube, but if you have someone that's already there, why try and, you know, focus so hard and trying to do this on your own and on your own time when someone can probably break down a two, three hour video for you within 30 minutes. And then I'll you tell now you why. 
I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because people have created this culture where you're supposed to fucking succumb to their wants and needs. What am I saying? You're supposed to be so fucking empathetic. Let me stop cursing. You're supposed to be so empathetic, right? And sympathetic just because you are the one who is being the instructor, just because you're the one who is rendering services. I'm not going to go to that person because I don't like that teaching style. I'm not going to go to that person because I don't like how to speak. But is it about how to speak with that teaching style? It's about the knowledge they're about to get. There was this one thing in college about people going on, you know, is it teaching, teaching, uh, 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 dog, you go on a website and you research about teachers and stuff like that. If they are good teachers, you know, the ratings and stuff like that. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. To me, (laughs) that was the dumbest thing I ever heard in college. You know why? That's the beginning of laziness. Uh, you picking somebody who is going to relate to you and how you want to be taught. What if you're a fucking lazy student? What if you're a lazy student? You are feeding your own laziness, right? You don't want to be challenged. You don't want to go far and beyond to deliver. You want to do it your way. Uh, how you want to do it. But was that the purpose of what you're getting into? If you want to do how you want why didn't you just do yourself studies at home? Mm-hmm. Yeah, granted, some people say, well, some professors are this, some professors are that. Shit, nigga, when you go into the job site, do you tell your boss what to be, who to be? Do you go on boss.readmyboss.com and find which boss you want to work for? <laughs> uh, nah, that's, that's, I mean, that, that's the full circle of it, though. That's, that's, that's basically what does. Like you said, it, it breeds laziness because then it's like you're now trying to create a mindset to where it's like, I want to be nurtured the way I want to and learn something. And in the real world, that's not how it works. When you work at a company, you you might, you know, you might get someone that's very demanding, that's tasking. And in order for you to get the work done, you, you have to follow suit. If not, you can't just go on a website and switch and get another job and say, I want to work it. It doesn't work that. So, I mean, for for the listeners listening, like that's the full circle of it. Like it starts from the school and it's teaching you, like you have to learn on how to be able to adapt to different teaching styles because each teaching styles teach you something different. And I know I've been there myself too. Like the only reason why I probably did the rate my professor, if I'm being honest, was like, it would always be that one professor that somebody would be like, this guy don't never give out no AIDS. So it's like, all right, I ain't going to this guy. It was never really like, I don't like the teaching style. It was just more like, okay, how many people have been successful in this guy's class? If the success rate was low, then I'll probably go to someone else. But I don't think I went into depth where I was like, oh, this guy teaches like this. I don't want him. I looked at it in the sense of what was the success rate in this person's class? If the success rate was high, then regardless of what the teaching style was, I went that way. So Man. that was, that was my that was my that was my insight. I would have loved to have a friend like you in college. Because the minute I'm sitting and you come and, and we're supposed to take the same class, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to take that teacher because I heard that they got low ratings. I'd be like, what's her name? Yeah, nigga, that's who the fuck I'm going to. You know why? Because <laughs> that already tells me the class is not going to be packed, for one. Mm-hmm. Number two, I can really get this person's attention if I needed to. Mm. And three, it's earned, not given. Facts. You know what I mean? So, while I'm there, I'm not there to kick it ha-ha with the people around me. I'm there to get my knowledge. 
and be gone. Some people want to go socialize. Some people, no, I'm there for the knowledge, fam. Get my knowledge, get what I need. No, I remember the I remember our first time taking stats. Ooh. I just came, I just came from taking Calc 3. Ooh. You understand? First time taking stats, bro. First exams, I had zero on hundred. I was beating my chest saying, yo, I knew math, bro. Stats humbled the fuck out of me, son. Zero on a hundred, dog. I, dog. I look for... I, son, I didn't even have the luxury of a flashlight. I used a lamp. You know the lamp they use in the, in the village? That's how I used a lamp to find a tutor, bro. I was looking for a tutor about the lamp, my nigga. Like, I was finding them people, dog. Just so I could switch my whole brain from them derivatives now to probabilities. Mm-hmm. Now, if me, an average student with a zero over a hundred, still come and pass a class with a B, I beg, I don't want nobody to tell me otherwise because you can't do it. You are just yeah. flat out lazy. You don't want to go to the uh, math lab. Yeah. You don't want to go on. You just want the answer. And you don't work like that. Mm. You don't work like that. That's why you see a lot of motherfuckers, they're going to come with you. They're going to come to you with problems. Those, they have all the problems in the world, but Back. zero solutions. solutions yeah. Not even one solution to help themselves. Then got the nerve to get mad at you when you can't help them. But were you really supposed like were you like were you supposed to have all the answers for them at that given point in time? You know what I mean? So no. Yeah, some people might say I'm a dickhead, I'm an ass. I appreciate that. It's a compliment. I take it. But I ain't the one or the two for you to come and be messing with dog. No. I'm human. I'm I got feelings too. You know what I mean? So now we push that shit back and say, you who is pointing that finger, the three that's pointing back right back at you. How do you feel about that? <laughs> you don't make me feel bad? No, I'll make you feel bad three times. Talk that shit, AK. I'm trying to realize this today, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll just say this uh, to, to thy own self be true, right? Uh, know your gifts, know what works for you, and uh, execute based on that. I wasn't a rate my professor guy because I really didn't care about that at all. Honestly speaking, when I got to college, it was, what's the path of least resistance and how am I going to make that happen for me? And I had a, a, a bunch of dudes, a group of soldiers around me in the same in the same mindset. It's like, yo, who's this teacher? What you taking her for? You got all, you got all the, you got all the tests? Cool. All this test, this teacher, two tests a semester? That's what I'm taking. And honestly, I can get this game too because um, I'm out of college and I told this to anybody that really cares. First thing I did when I went to college, every class, I sat down with the teacher in the office hours. And you know why I did that? Because nobody does that. Nobody uses those office hours. So the fact that I came at the beginning, I already stood out. And what was I talking to them about during those office hours? I was trying to figure out how they really see students and how they really see what they're offering, what their expectations were. The second I realized that the expectations were too high, I dropped the class. Hey, what happened to you? You were so great. Oh, things happened. I had to rearrange my schedule. You know how it goes. And if it was a teacher that, and most of the time, what ended up happening was that because I didn't want to be in the class anyway, because we already established a relationship while most people were going three or four times a week, I was probably going like once every two weeks. 
Oh, you're good. Don't worry about it. Oh, I missed I missed an assignment. Nah, it's just, I know you understand. They started giving me favors. So I understand my gifts. So I understand what I need to be successful, right? I understand Akandi's type too. He's an academia. That's what academias do. They want to learn. They want the information. They want to excel. If somebody that knows that they just want the answer goes to somebody that wants to learn, you're going to get that response every single time. You set yourself up for that. You got to know who you are and then make it make sense for you. One thing I love about the Bible is it says faith without works, right? So you got to work, but it doesn't define the work though. It doesn't say the work must look like this. It just says faith without works. So whatever works for you is the work, right? It's open to interpretation. And everybody sees that and they're like, oh, I got to do this. If it's not the hardest thing, nah, nah, nah. For me, everything that me and my father do is path of least resistance. He says miracles, signs, and wonders. And I rely on that every single time I endeavor in something. Hey, listen, man, we back at it again. Remember your promise. And as soon as it happened, I'll be like, hey, thanks, pops. <laughs> and then we on to the next. Facts. Big facts. Man, I remember, I remember one time, man, I used to be stressing about a lot, though. Son, you're not able to go to sleep. By the time I put my hand on the pillow, I'm gone. And I wake up right where I need to. It's because simple problems will never finish, no matter how you want to look at it. They'll never finish. And because I know that's a constant, why am I going at it? Why am I fighting with it? So I'm going to put it aside. My, the very first question I ask myself in situations is, AK, what can you do about this thing right now? Nothing. When can you do something about this, this particular situation? Tomorrow? No. Next week? Sure. Okay. I'm going to put it on my calendar for next week. Somebody brings it up online. Hey, excuse me. I'm not dealing with that right now. I'm going to deal with it on Monday. Come back to me on Monday and we'll talk about it then and there. Keep moving. I'm not tripping about that shit. Nah, fuck that. I don't got space in my brain. Or I don't want to be that person that say, oh yeah, you have high blood pressure at 40. No, I refuse. Now, when somebody else wants to be doing that to themselves, understand something. I will listen. But it does not mean that I have to sit in that anguish with you. I don't have to, but I can listen. Now, me listening is me giving that ear for you to also maybe listen to yourself and find solutions or maybe just calm down. But, I mean, we're all human. But sometimes, man, some people overdo it. They just overdo it. You don't have to bitch for 24 goddamn hours. Nobody wants to hear that shit. Lock yourself in a bottle so you don't explode. Then when you come, you can get out the bottle and then join the rest of the world. You know what I mean? But well, you don't got to be in somebody else for 24 hours. And then come and say, oh, they're not a friend. Only Satan can tempt you 24 hours. You don't have to tempt somebody else 24 hours just for them <laughs> to prove that friendship card. You know what I mean? So we need to find a way to stop that nonsense, man. We really need to. But anyways, guys, what a question should I got for us? And I'll, well, I'll, I'll, I'll not cut you off, bro. I was just going to say um, another verse that I love, right? It says, um, be anxious for nothing and pray about everything. 
Mm. Right. And I feel like that's what he was speaking to in so many different ways. Right. Like your peace doesn't come from what you can do on your own by your own hands. Your peace comes from knowing that there's something bigger than you that's going to handle it. So it doesn't matter how much worry you have. <laughs> if you're not meant to solve it, you're not going to solve it. Nope. But that's what faith really is. It's really trusting that your father got you. And then just to piggyback off of that, um, <clears throat> this is a scripture that I actually quoted and I told someone earlier today uh, when I thought our guest was going to come on. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it's um, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, where it says, live by faith and not by sight. Mm -hmm. And it's basically to the point where it's basically letting you know, like, if you know you believe and trust in him, just like how Aziz said, like, he lives his life and every time he likes to tap. Oh, mango. Yes, it was his time and God said, come back home. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Hey, you know what's funny? The whole time, Jeez, uh, uh, I mean, uh, Chef T's over there talking. Lord is there cleaning his nails. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I did not do that on I bet you, I promise, I didn't do it. Because though you're making it look like it's like this nigga don't even know what the fuck about to happen to him. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't even know what's coming. Oh, man, that's too funny. But now, nah, um, you know, just, you know, for the show to, you know, continue. Lord. Your random sure. facts for the week, man. What you got? Yeah. Matter of fact, you're supposed to bring us two because you didn't bring nothing last week. I got you. Actually, I was um I was actually prompting to give three. Okay, okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So for okay. Did you know? Random facts brought to you by Lord Azyant. So the random fact, the first one is everyone knows who Mr. Potato Head, which is a toy, American toy engineer, that Mr. Potato Head was the first toy to ever be advertised on any TV. Hmm. Wow, didn't know that. Yeah, first toy ever. Um, I, 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 I'm sorry to be the, I'm sorry to be that guy, but <laughs> I'm actually going to go out Google what Mr. Potato Head is. <laughs> I believe you. I knew you were. You know, you never see this guy. I know you didn't have an American childhood because you never watched Toy Story. No, I never used to watch cartoons as a kid, man. It was like Mr. Potato Head, Mrs. Potato Head. They can remove their ears and their feet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I see what you mean. Okay. We have okay. back, guys. He's back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One random fact that you got me on. Okay, next one. <laughs> next one. Uh, did you know that camels have three eyelids? Hmm. Where's the third one? The last one? No, where's the third eyelid? <laughs> Where is it at? Asking me, like, you count your own eyelids. One, two, three. Just know they have three of them hanging there. So, wait, I have one, two, right? I... Yeah. No, 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 no. On each eye, mm -hmm. it's three. So, in total, six. Hmm. On each eye, three eyelids? Yeah. So, like, mine's, I have one and I have two. So Kame has yeah. six. They, meaning, yes. Oh, wait, okay, hold on. <laughs> on this hour, you get hold on, 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 question. You know how camels are in the desert, right? You know how there are desert yeah. storms. So if you and I were in the desert, 
will need to be behind some kind of best shit if we want to open our eyes or some goggles, you know what I mean? Do you think the first yeah, layer but- or the second <laughs> layer is like it's it's like some protective shield, but they can still see? Like 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 yeah. like like uh like dub lines. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay. I'm liking this. I'm liking this. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right. So the, the last one we have for the day is which which is ironically makes sense to me. On every continent, there's a McDonald's except one continent. What continent do you think that doesn't have McDonald's? Africa. Come on, come on, boy. There's not Jerry out here. There's no South hold Africa. On. Hold on. Mm, South Africa, yeah. Uh what continent? I want to say Australia. That was my second guess. Yeah. Nope. No. No. Um, I mean, McDonald's is, is in Asia. Uh no. Can't be Asia. Which one? Madagascar. Okay. Don't buy me. 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 What's the answer? What's the answer? Antarctica. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But you just made me feel dumb. Okay, but anyways, cool. Cool, 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 cool. That was a good one. I had one to add to your, you know, to your, to your random facts. I just I heard about this um, two days ago on BBC on BBC Africa, and in the country is it Mauritania? That's what that, the country, right? Mauritania. Mm, okay. Yeah, they actually um like you know how divorce in most other places is being shunned in Mauritania. Actually, it's like a thing. It's like well, it's like people go to fight instead. Women who women who are divorced, like say the number of divorces that you have, it's like your stats go up instead. Because it's oh. like, because it's like you have more experience, you know what I mean, and you know, like people, like 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 men see you like you know seasoned, you more experienced, you know what I mean, like you've done this before, so it's like you know you could teach us some things, you know, stuff like that. So, and then you get like you get, even though you've been married four, or, I mean two plus, you like your bride price doubles instead. Like I'm like whoa, like. <laughs> Wow. Okay, okay. What's the name of this country again? In Mauritania. Mauritania. Yeah. Mauritania. Is it Mauritania? How Mar- it? Yeah. That's an interesting perspective. Yeah, I was I was, I was listening to it in, uh, on BBC Africa. I thought it was pretty cool, man. It's pretty interesting. But yeah. Like like literally if 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 a woman you know, um like if the man is not doing his duties, right? Like say he's beating on a woman, he's not providing, you know, shit like that. It's like she has a right to like divorce a man and say, yo, like, I don't want this partnership no more, you know, and then the family can give back the guy's bride price or not. And then she goes back to her family. And then literally, oh, and then also too, the catch. They have to throw a party for the divorce. Like they have to throw a party. Yeah, they throw like like the like the throw a divorce party. Yeah, they invite people for, you know, they invite people. Or when they're going back to their family, their family, their family actually throws a party for them. Like, you know, the story of Protocol Son, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, they actually throw a party for them, like, coming back. Like, yo, yeah, welcome back to the family, man. Like, forget that guy. That guy was a no nonsense guy. Nonsense guy. Do you know how many parties would be here in America if that was it? <laughs> because we'll be celebrating every other day. Listen, I, I mean, I've already <laughs> celebrated 
divorces. They were like, yeah, I'm throwing a divorce party here. I've been to a divorce party before. And I was like, Really? Yeah. Had hookah going, had drinks, you know what I'm saying? It was a whole bunch of, I want to get back into marriage drinks. <laughs> I feel like the only I feel like the only reason people would celebrate out here is for the fact that knowing how hard it is for you to go through a divorce because you need consent from both parties, someone would celebrate like I finally am free. Like I broke, you know, I broke. I feel like that would be the mentality here. That country, it's like like AK was saying, like they're celebrating you're going back to your family, and it's like okay, you've gained experience, you know, you've, you've learned, and then, you know, you, you go from there. But I feel like here it's more of like, I went through so much suffering just to get out of this, you know what I'm saying? I might as well get a drink and celebrate and, you know what I'm saying, two, three years just to go through this divorce. You know, people go, go through multiple years, you know, before they get divorced here in America, whereas other countries, like AK mentioned, you can probably... Once you feel it's not working, the process probably only takes maybe a few a few months. But here, people go through years of trying to separate before they actually, you know, are officially divorced. So, yeah, that's just how I see it. That's exactly what I was about to say. I'm like, can you imagine how the process is over there? Like, you put in an application on, on Monday by Friday, they already approved. Right. <laughs> There's even somebody who gives you a summon, like a summoner. I don't think they even got a summoner. It's just like, hey, check your email, bro. <laughs> But, I, but the funny thing is, out here in America, they said the reason, I think they said you have to wait, like, it's actually a process. They said you have to wait, I think, like, minimum six months, because I guess they don't want the divorce rate to be so high. So within that six months, they expect you to, to try to work it out. Because, like we, like I said, if it was a process where Monday and then by Friday you divorce, I mean, the numbers will be, like, times 10 what it is now in America. And we're already probably one of the highest, you know what I'm saying, countries when it comes to divorce rates that happen so they try to actually make people to force and make it work within that six months and then after that they're like that's why they use the word separated they say separated because you're not divorced yet but you're still together but they want you to try to make it work and then if it don't make work in that three six months then all right we let y'all go so that's like an interesting perspective to it as well they're so dumb for that one because this is what they should have done people still go divorce anyways What's stopping me from waiting for the six months? I go leave over there, leave over there. You know what I mean? But this should have just made it this way. Oh, you say you want a divorce so bad, right? No problem. Okay. Whatever you two assets are that you guys are about to fight upon. We, the marriage institution, we're going to keep 10%. No matter of fact, forget that. We're going to keep 20%. Now, let's see. Ole, ole. Yeah, we'll keep 20%. Now, let's see how much divorce Thief. you guys really want to do. Let's see how much divorce you guys want to do. <laughs> no, no. Let's tax you guys for divorcing. Let's see if you guys are not going to fix your matter. Facts. Yeah, people are getting taxed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some people don't play about that money. You know what I mean? They will go and they fix don't. their problems quick. Hey, Just, baby. you know what I mean? They will, they will find sense. They will find sense. But, hey, listen, hey. man. Before we close this recording, I cannot leave this place without asking Tayo and Aziz this very, this very empirical question. <laughs> very important. Guys, what did your country just do? Elected? How did you go elect grandpa as president? <laughs> At least our own became grandpa, you know, in power. <laughs> 
Bro, everybody was shouting, Peter OB, OB one Lagos, Omo, it's coming. For me to now find out, I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, the guy went 12 states. I, I thought we were good. Oh, man. I don't so does this, this. So does this validate the statement that goes, money talks, bullshit walks? I, I would say. I would say the majority of people don't really understand how power works. So they're very, very um, uneducated and uh, unaware of what's really happening. Crazy it's an illusion, an illusion of, a, of inclusion. These people will never trust you with electing a person that's going to govern a country. But they'll make you feel like that. Mm -hmm. Your vote counts. They don't even do that in this country. It's all staged. Isn't why would you call it electoral college? Yeah, why would you let Bubba from Arkansas with no job on welfare decide if who the next president is? It's just that another country is a lot more blatant. But where you get that name from, bro? <laughs> I'm just confused. confused. Bubba from Arkansas, man. No, 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 no shots, man. For, for the Bubba that's out there, <laughs> no, no direct shots, man. It, it was just a figure of speech. <laughs> I've never heard that name. I found one name that nobody relates to. Bubba from, from Arkansas. For any of our listeners in Arkansas, disclaimer we're not talking about you. <laughs> Oh, nah, I mean, I think I think just to summarize it is like, I think it was it was kind of actually closer than what we think. But I think I think what it proves to is, is that because this is the first time and I believe in our history that we had three candidates to the end of a polling election with Peter Ob being the um, oh my bad, help me out, a, a, um, Aziz. He wasn't APC PDP. They called him the um like the Liberal Party. So long story short. You basically got to get 25% votes out of all the states before you can even be considered the president. And the way how the election broke down was there's 36 states in the country. The three guys basically divided the country in three. One guy won 12, one guy won 12, the other guy won 12. When that happens, it now goes down to the overall popularity vote. And that's what ended up deciding the vote. So the way I look at it, how it broke down, it's not that. I mean, Aziz does have a point. I mean, I believe some people did understand structure, but then in the states and other areas, it's just like, I think it's still money. I think money still kind of came to it because Peter Obi got 12 states. He got 12 states. You know, they broke up the country in three parts, but it's just the states that <clears throat> Tenebu won is people, you know, that that vast difference, maybe in the states that Peter Obi lost, the states he lost. So, the gap was large in the states that he lost rather than the states that he won. It wasn't as big as people thought it would be. So, but I mean, it is even, what it is, man. I mean, all, all, all things being um, equal. I didn't even know that's how they did it in Nigeria, but just hearing you break that down, it makes a lot more sense. My theory now, because if you, if you want to make sure that somebody gets elected, the person, the people in power, right. Want elected, you don't do it in a way that says we're just going to put them here. You actually mm -hmm. position believe that they actually have their voices are being heard, right? So you position them where you know you bring in a guy that can win these states, 
where there has to be a situation where everything is equal, 12, 12, 12. And then it looks like, well, he just was the elected guy. That's so, that's so, that's so intelligent. Like, again, a lot of people don't really understand how power moves. It is, it is. And then I, I, the, way I, the way I, my bad, go ahead. No, no, I'm just going to say, you're going to get the votes in these states. You're going to get the votes in these states. He'll get the votes in these states. And then we'll just, we'll, we'll put him here anyway. And I, and I think, and I think it's similar. You, you can relate our election almost similar to kind of like how Trump won the election in the United States. Okay. A lot of the Democrats overlook areas that they thought they was going to win. And Trump was going in behind the scenes and putting in work and closing that gap where people thought that that was a foreshore win state. Now, in Nigeria, we know we're broken up in three demographic regions where Alsa, Igbo, and Yoruba. So Peter Obi, for the most part, you know, um, of, I believe from like the Yoruba Southern region, that was where he got his 12 states. So my mindset coming in in the campaign, if you already know you got a region of your people that are behind you, it's like you need to go into those states where you know that this is enemy territory close that gap so even if you don't win that state instead of it being a landslide of 70 to 30 you make it 60 to 40 even though you didn't win that state you can still end up becoming president so the way the structure is it's a good it's a it's a good structure but i mean he, they just didn't do enough work that you know people thought so i mean i feel like this election was probably i mean closer or fairer in past years that we've had so I believe there's still hope moving forward based on how it ended. But I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we still most people didn't get the candidate that we wanted. So it's like, you know, it's like the same old song and tune again. So they, I don't know. They, they do a good job of making people believe that they have more power than they really do. And um, mm -hmm. that's, um, ensure that everybody toes the line still. Um, if you don't have that, then what ends up happening is you have anarchy. So they have to give you just enough to say they gave you enough. But they're never really going to give you what you desire because it's completely opposite of what they desire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I think with that, we can we can uh, end with the final the, words, my the brother. The crazy thing is, the crazy thing is, right, a lot of people see on the show and democracy, democracy. But democracy really is a Western person's way of living. You know what I mean? It's not the African way. Right? So now you want to come in and say, oh, no dictatorships and all whatnot, no, none of this stuff, but then you want something else. How does that work? Right? Every time you want to bring people together and try to make whatever it is that you think, you get shut down. Left, right, center. How long does it take before you really realize what game you're playing? Right? In terms of, I mean, where you are, like what game is being played around. Like it's very easy for them to wake up and say, you know what? We're going to shut down Twitter for six to four months. And who, who's ya to say anything? Who going to say what? In Cameroon, going to shut down the internet. Who going to say what? What international country is going to leave from up there and come down here and tell us otherwise? Who? You know what I mean? So... Know what game you're playing in before you get to playing, before you get your legs chopped. Anyways, but my lord, yes, Chef sir. T, we appreciate you guys for you guys' questions. You know what I mean? Even though we're feeling very weak, oh, 
Messy with y'all, man. Messy with y'all, man. Messy with y'all, man. He said, "Guy, get your weight up." Messy with y'all, man. It don't be that. Hey, anyways, listen. Conclusion. What are we? What are we concluding? Fuck these bitches. You know, saying get money. We out here, gang, gang. (laughs) Next party, I'm bringing Henny and Patron. I'm bringing that home to that. You say you co-sign to that? No, nah, I don't co-sign to all to you know. I mean, we'll bring the we'll bring the Hennessy and all, but the ones before that, I don't I, I don't co-sign. Hey, <laughs> no, but uh, my closing remarks will definitely be: Hey, um, walking your truth as always. Don't fear, don't fear whatever goals you set for yourself. Don't lowball yourself, and uh don't and 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 we already have a lot of shit in this world that hold us back don't hold yourself back <laughs> so um just be the best version of yourself continue being the best version of yourself uh tomorrow's a new day don't hold on to the past and love more that's all i can say man step out of your comfort zone treat yourself Every now and then, sometimes, you know, you stepping out of that comfort zone or taking that jump, that leap of faith, um, getting that experience, that moment of life that you've always wanted. You know, you might not have everything that you want at the time, but being able to put yourself in a position if it's saving, working hard, you know, treat yourself, you know, um, don't stay in that box where everybody's in and, you know, don't be the norm. Don't, you know, challenge yourself to say why not me you know places that you want to go to travel whatnot it's everything is possible it's all a mindset you have to tell yourself you know what do i have to do to be able to get here and like we mentioned earlier if you know people that are already doing it don't be a fool and take the long road and try to struggle and figure it out on your own you know be open on be open-minded and talk to others that have been there learn from them and duplicate the process. Simple as that. Uh, mine is simple, right? Uh, Mark eleven twenty four. Pray in confidence, knowing that what you pray for will happen. He doesn't give us that open line of communication to not do what he promised. He wants to hear from you. He knows your heart, but he still wants to have that communion relationship with you. And his promise is that he's going to do it like he said he would, and probably even better than you can ever imagine. So why not open that door? He's there knocking. God loves you more than anybody on this earth could ever. Your father made you, so he knows all of you. Sometimes it's it's just that much easier to just go back to where you came from, right? And it's not necessarily about geographical things. It's about understanding that the master of the universe created you in his image. So anything and everything that he can do, you can do too, because he's giving you that power and authority. The caveat is you have to have relationship. See you next time. Yeah, man. I read something the other day that I found very interesting. And, you know, for the men out there who are loving their wives or their wives to be or their girlfriends in the lenses of their mothers, I want you to understand one thing. It's different. You know what I mean? One person loves you for their survival. 
and the, the other person loves you for your survival. Not a difference. Not a difference. Anyways, man, this episode, again, is sponsored by SITM Podcast. Before you even do that, I just knew what you are going to say. <laughs> the way you came in. Anyway, guys, I just uh, just want to let you know. Boy, I almost thought I almost thought I almost thought Ricky Martin was in this bitch, bro. I was like, this man's about to spit some real shit, and then boom, as he's done speaking. Anyway, guys, so we're back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I bet you got him so close out, to the bro. camera. Take us out, bro. Hey, Take us out. Take us out, AK. Hey, man. Hey, Tyo. Don't come and come out again like that. Look, looking looking like one member of B2K. <laughs> Which I think is Raz B, bro. Raz B, B with the Isado. Free me, free me, free me, I beg. Oh man, I couldn't let Lord have the fun all by himself. Oh GFD, you know what I mean? But now, nah, <clears throat> SITM podcast. Go follow them all social platforms and on all streaming platforms, SITM Podcast. Again, just type in SITM Podcast. That's all you got to do. And also hit follow, subscribe. Yep, yep, yep. And also hit follow and subscribe to PWC Cast on all social platforms and Palm Wine Central Podcast on all streaming platforms. Send us questions, comments, referrals, DM us, man. Oh, you know, I mean, reach out to one of us personally. You know, if you know, if you know us or if even if you don't, you know, I mean, you know, is here, man. You know, I mean, you know, one of our exes, you know, I mean, hit them up. You know, they'll connect you with us. Don't, don't, don't have none of my exes. Please don't. Don't worry, Lord is here, man. He's collecting all the exes. How do you how do you know me again? Oh Lord. Uh you know, Lord, you know Carson. Nah. No. Skip me. Skip me. <laughs> if you want to see the light, hit up my boy Aziz. We here. <laughs> Yeah. He's, giving, he's showing the light to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, man, listen, man, this 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 Power Central podcast, man. Thank you for rocking with us, man. I hope you enjoy the show, and I hope you come back next time too as well. Yeah. I'm Uncle AK. Hey. I mean, I got Baba Aziz with me. I got Chef T with me, and I got Baba Lord with me too as well, man. Happy Saturday. I mean, happy Sunday in advance. Happy new. Yeah, man. I love you, man. You have a good one. We out. Yes, sir. around the table sharing this meal this meal I got a piece of mind when there's palm wine oh I got a piece of mind when there's palm wine